Father, we worship you. We magnify your name. Thank you, ancient of days. Saints of God, lift up your voice. Let's begin to worship the name of the Lord. Let's magnify him. Let's give him glory for seeing us through the first month of the year 2024, the month of January. And today is the fourth day of the month of February 2024. Let's begin to worship the name of the Lord. Begin to thank Him for all the battles He has fought for you. The visible battles, the invisible battles. Let's give Him praise. Let's magnify the name of the Lord. The scripture says, It's not of He that wills, nor of He that runs. It's of the Lord that show mercy. And the scripture also says it's of the Lord's mercy that we are not consumed because his compassion fail not. They are new every morning. Great is his faithfulness. So let's give God praise. Let's worship the name of the Lord. Let's adore him for his wonderful acts and wonders in our lives for the miracles, for the restoration. Let's give him all the glory. Let's worship him. Let's adore him. He is the Alpha and the Omega. He is the first and the last. He is the one who was the one who is and is to come. We love you. Let him know that you love him. Let him know that you love him. For his mercy, for his grace that is at work in your life. Tell him that you are aware. Tell him that you are aware. You are not ungrateful, but you are grateful. Your heart is filled with gratitude today. Is filled with gratitude unto the name of our Lord our God who have done great and mighty things. Great and mighty things. Great and mighty things. Thank Him for your eye. Thank you for your ability to hear, your ability to eat, your ability, yes, even to pass out the waste in your body. Thank Him for your leg. Thank Him for your eye. Thank Him for your nose. Thank Him for everything about you. From the top of your head to the sole of your feet, thank God for them all. Thank God, thank God. Thank God for our country, for the peace we've enjoyed thus far. Let's give him praise. Let's give him glory for the leadership of the country. Let's thank God that we are not destroyed. Let's thank God for the peace we enjoy so far. Despite all the challenges, all the problems that has been facing our country, well, thank God for his goodness. Thank God for his mercies. Uh, that never fails. Enter into his gaze with thanksgiving and into his cause with praise, for that is what we have come to do. Let's exalt him. Let's thank him for last uh, meeting that was held, and we discuss about the mercy of God. Let's thank God again for that meeting. Let's thank God again for his sent word. Let's thank God again for the restoration. Let's thank God again, Lord, for the increase. Let's give God praise for everything. Let's give God glory for everything. Thank Him, thank Him for your family, for your wives, for your husbands, for your children. Let's give God praise for the neighborhood where you live. Let's thank God for the air that we breathe and our family also breathes. Let's thank God for all the successes we've recorded in our businesses, for all the good days and the bad days. Let's thank God, let's thank God. Let's thank God for all the failure and the successes. Let's thank God. Let's thank God. Let's thank God. The most important thing is that we are still here again today to continue. That is what is much more important. Father, we thank you. We bless your name and adore you.
In Jesus' name, we have given thanks. Father, we thank you. Once again, we adore you. We are set again to hear your word. We are set again to eat from your word. We therefore ask, O Lord, that you open the scriptures to us. For the entrance of your word, give light. Let there be a light to the confused heart. Let there be revelation. Let there be insight. Let wisdom, let knowledge come. Let the lame walk. Let the blind eye see. In the name of Jesus, let the afflicted Lord King of Dory receive the ability to stay glad and be joyful. Let the confused receive direction. Let the frustrated receive direction. In the name of Jesus, let those whose heart is downtrodden, Lord, receive light now. In the name of Jesus, those who are lacking one provision or the other, Father, you are supplying all their needs now according to your riches and glory. In the name of Jesus, thank you. Whoever is listening to this message now will be blessed. And those that will listen after now will be blessed. Lord, those that will be listening to this message in 10 years' time from now, 20 years, 30 years, 40 years, 50 years from now, will still be blessed in no small way. All to the glory of your name, through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise Master Jesus. Saints of God, you are welcome to this meeting today. I want to thank God for the life of every one of us. He's the great I am, and he has proven himself strong on our behalf in no small way. Father, we give you praise. We give you all the glory. We magnify your name. Thank you, Prince of Peace. Open the hearts of your people to receive your word in his earnest, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Abba Father. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. Hallelujah. Yes. One of the ways you can contribute or be a part of what God is doing in our, in our midst or in our camp or even in this ministry is by making sure that people get to hear this message. All right? Don't keep it to yourself alone. Make sure that you share it with friends and family. Share it on the various social media that you are in, various social media handles. Share it with your friends. Let them know that they can get to listen to all our podcasts on Spotify. Uh, they can also get it on um, Anchor FM. They can get it on Radio Republic. They can also get it from Google Podcasts and so on. As they, as they tune in, they will hear these messages. So make sure that you are publishing the Word of God through this means. Share it on Facebook on Instagram, on Telegram, on X. Share it everywhere. Share it everywhere. As you do so, may the Lord God continue to bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. The title of our message today is from the book of Matthew chapter 13, verse 11. Matthew chapter 13, from verse 11. Matthew will be reading from the Old King James Version. And if there is need for us to read from other translation along the line, we shall also do so. Hallelujah. Praise God. Matthew 23, verse 11. Turn your Bible with me. This is Jesus speaking. He said, But he that is greatest among you shall be your servant. But he that is greatest among you shall be your servant. 
our message today is humility humility we are going to be looking at what jesus meant with this word he said the greatest among you must be a servant that is to say the way up is down first of all i say that again the way up is down first of all and nothing is so wonderful and godly as being the servant and helper of all nothing is so wonderful and godly as that hallelujah the servant of god is a servant of all the servant of god is the servant of all jesus was a servant to his disciples he said i'm the one who have saved you through i might stay with you you are the one who is on the table and i'm the one who saved you and the one who is being saved is greater than the one who saved the people but on the contrary the actual truth is that the one who is the servant of all who served those on the table is the true leader hallelujah he is the true most honest personality the faithful servant who recognizes his or her position finds a real pleasure in meeting the needs and desire of the master or his guests the faithful servant who recognizes his or her position finds a real pleasure in meeting the needs and desire of the master or his guests praise god so humility is not about occupying position is all about knowing why you are occupying a particular position that is why in the world we have what we call the public servant or the civil servant the public servant is servant to all the civil servant is servant to all not to the government alone or in the government office alone but to the entire populace because they are meant to serve them they must do all they can within their jurisdiction within their area of administration to make sure that those who they intend serving they are served properly being servants of all is the greatest fulfillment of our destiny as human beings created in the image of god being servant of all is the highest fulfillment of our destiny as human beings created in the image of god one of the challenges of man is ego pride and we have that all over the world today people find it difficult to be a servant people find it difficult to be good stewards 
people find it difficult to be loyal, whether to parents, to authority, or to their leaders, because they see no reason why they should do so. But in our case, as believers, Christ expects us to be different. Reason being that Christ was a perfect example to show to us how a man or a woman can be humble before God. Hallelujah. How a man and a woman can be loyal or humble before God. Now here is a quote. He said, Ego is the creation of a humankind. Living without the need for ego is one of the keys to, fit, to freedom from emotional struggle. I read that again. Ego is the creation. Ego is the creation of a human mind. Living without the need for ego is one of the key to freedom from emotional struggle. And if you look at this closely, you'll find out that men wanting to exalt themselves and show themselves to the world, they fight for positions. They fight for all manner of things so that they can be known. They are not submissive, they are not humble. They always desire to make themselves first in everything. But Jesus Christ said, For you, who is my follower, your case must not be like that of the world. Humility is the only root out of which other good character traits can grow. Humility is the only root out of which other good character traits can grow. It is the one indispensable condition of true fellowship with Jesus. It is one. It is the one indispensable condition of true fellowship with Jesus. What is humility? Humility is submission. What is submission? Submission is the state of being. Of, of being so low or down to the earth to the point where you can be used by all. Hallelujah. And we saw this concerning Jesus Christ, the lowliest man of Galilee. He came to show to us a perfect example. Being humble means you are down to it. Being humble is that your character represents that of God. Being humble means not being proud. Being humble because the word humility means being humble. The Bible said concerning Moses, he said he was the meekest man on earth in his day. That is, he was a man of humility. He was a man who humbled himself. 
Alright? Humility is overcoming exaltation. Is ability of overcoming self-esteem and pride. And Christ doesn't want us to be carried away by vainglory. Humility is the original and, and only true basis of relationship a human being can have with God. Humility is the original and only true basis of relationship a human being can have with God. The Bible said in 1 Peter chapter 5 that God exalts the humble, but he resists the proud. It's also there in James chapter 5. So God will continue to resist a man who is proud, but he will give grace to the humble. Those who are covered in humility. Jesus came to bring humility back to it, to make us share us in it, and by it to us. Jesus came to bring humility back to the world, to make us share us in it, that is to be a partaker, and by it to us. That is, it didn't only come to show to us that we can be a part of those who should display humility on earth, but it showed it to us how we can become one. Hallelujah. I believe you are being blessed today. We are discussing on humility. In heaven, he humbled himself to become a man. The humility we see in him, he possessed in heaven. Jesus Christ, he became humble on earth. He had humility before he came to the world. Humility brought Jesus, and Jesus brought humility down to earth. Humility brought Jesus to earth, all right? And Jesus brought humility to us. Let's look at Philippians chapter 2, verse 8. Philippians 2, 8. Many times we often quote these scriptures, but we don't know what they mean. Philippians chapter 2, verse 8 says, And being found in faction as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death even the death of the cross. The death of the cross is a shameful and a very horrible death. But Christ degraded himself to that point, to die as a criminal, as a thief, on the cross of Calvary for us. He was humiliated. But in all, he continued in humility continuing to the Father in submission, absolute, total submission. Humility is the only soil where Christ-like character can take roots. 
it's quite unfortunate to see that in our world today is a lot of arrogance there is a lot of disrespect for authority for parents for leaders it's everywhere today and that is quite unfortunate Humility is the only soil where Christ-like character can take root. Every other virtue in the church, in this Christendom, can only be established on humility. A lack of humility is the only explanation you need for every flaw and failure you have. A lack of humility is the only explanation you need for every flaw and failure you have that was a problem that Saul had. The proud man. Of course, something is not too far from that too. Those who are not humble are always arrogant. Extremely arrogant. Humility is not one of many good character traits. It is the root of all of them. Praise God. Prayer is established on top of humility. Faith on top of humility. Hope, love, peace, temperance, joy, peace. They are all established on top of humility. Without it, no other virtue can find expression in us. Because it places us in the right relationship with God and free him up to do all he desires to do in our lives. God can only use the meek, the humble, not the arrogant, not the arrogant, not the disobedient. Every man clothed in humility. Notice that man. Take note of that man. He's a man that can be used by God. And may the Lord help you to be one in the name of Jesus. Amen. Praise God. Humility can be defined as a person. Humility can be defined as a person's simple concept to let God be everything. A surrenderer to his purpose. You notice I continue to give different definition concerning humility because that's everything we are discussing about now. Humility can be defined as a person's simple cons- consent to let God be everything, a, surren- a surrender to his purposes. Many of us are not willing and ready to surrender to the will and purposes of God in our life. Neither are we willing to consent to what we read from his word. Jesus became nothing so that the Father could be everything. That's humility. He refused to be something, but allowed his Father to be everything. He submitted his strength and will and his own glory about his whole mission with all his work. And teaching everything about Christ was submitted. His glory, 
His whole mission on earth, his work and teachings, everything. Father, Lord, begin to confess with your mind. Help me to submit my will. Everything, my purpose, my pursuits in life, help me to submit them all before you. Christ found this life of complete self-surrender. Of absolute submission and dependence on God's will. To be perfect peace and joy. True joy comes, true peace comes from humility, from being meek. From being meek. Christ became nothing so that God, his Father, would become everything. Humility is what becoming like Christ is all about. Are you getting me? Humility. You know, wonder why we find it difficult in the church to get people to do some things at times is because there is the absence of humility. Why do we see quarrel? Why are we still agitating, fighting over one thing or the other? Is because we lack humility. Humility is everything here. Jesus lived his life as a vessel. Genuine humble service without thoughts of reward is the only ladder to success in God's kingdom. I take that again. Genuine humble service. Without thoughts of reward is the only ladder to success in God's kingdom. Jesus Christ was serving not because he was expecting a reward, no. And he wants us to also serve him in that same manner. You know, many of us are in church looking for what God is going to do now in the next hour. And as a result of this, we come to God because of what we want to achieve with God and not what we want God to achieve with our life. May the Lord help us in the name of Jesus. Praise God. The path to the higher life is down. Joseph first of all went down and he came out. You can't build from the top down. You build from the down upward. Anything that is built from the top down must collapse. Humility is a foundation for the Christian walk with God. Hallelujah. The most important mark of Jesus' death is humility. The most important mark of Jesus' death is humility. Only humility leads to the cross. And only the cross can perfect humility. My God, my Lord, help me. Jesus Christ said to the rich man, take, go and sell everything you have and come and take your cross and come and follow me. Take your cross and follow me. He said, if you do not take your cross and follow me, you have no part in me. I'm quoting from Mark chapter, uh, Luke chapter 14. You have no part in me. Take up your cross and follow me daily. When you take up your cross and you died on that cross, then humility is perfected. Hallelujah. Humility and death to self are two ways of describing 
the same things or the same thing rather humility and death to save are two ways of describing the same thing those who have died to save are humble of course there is no room for pride anymore there's no room for self-aggrandizement you become very lowly that is why i told his disciple take the lowly place when you are invited to an event don't seek to occupy the front seat there's a great lesson there he was teaching them humility the art of humility say take the back seat it's better that they take you from the back seat to the front than to tell you that you should leave people that are more honorable than you are here it was teaching humility humility is the board in debt to self the fruits is is ripened to perfection humility is the board is the build up process in debt to self the fruits is ripened to perfection that is to say the true manifestation of your humility is perfected through death to self humility will cause you to die to self humility means giving up self coming to a place of complete nothingness before god when you surrender all your will to god everything about you you don't exist anymore but god takes over your life death to self is not your work it is god's work but you need to submit so that he can do his work in you in christ you are dead to sin the life inside you if you belong to him has gone through deaths and resurrection by Christ Jesus. Voluntary humility is your one responsibility. You need to offer up yourself as a living sacrifice so that God can slay you on his altar. It is in death to serve that humility reaches completion. That is no death to serve without humility. Know for certain that at the roots of all genuine experience of growth in grace and consecration and transformation, there must be a death to self. Something real, something tangible, something real that demonstrates itself to God and men in character and habits. Self-life is pronounced dead when the heart beats. Sorry. Self-life is pronounced dead when the heart stops beating. And the brain stops its calculation. Hallelujah. Praise God. Self-life is pronounced dead when there is a humility present that doesn't cling to reputation, that empties itself and takes the form of a servant. What are we saying in essence? 
this Christian life must be to serve others. Who oh, we are in the same occupation. What's that occupation? To preach the gospel. You owe it as a responsibility to serve your fellow believer. Now look at what Paul said again. Let's take down Philippians chapter 1. So let's take it from verse 1. Let's see what the apostle Paul said. He said, if there be if if there be therefore any consolation in Christ, if any comfort of love, any fellowship of the Spirit, if any bowels and mercies, fulfill ye my love, fulfill ye my joy rather, that ye be what like-minded, having the same love, being of one accord, of one mind. And let nothing be done through strife or vain glory, that is pride, but in lowliness of mind. Let each esteem other better than themselves. That is humility. Esteeming other better than yourself. That can only happen when you have died to self. Because it's self, we always want to react. Look not every man on his own things, but every man also on the things of others. Don't only care about yourself. Let the cares of others rest upon you. Let the care of other become your burden. How often do we want to shy away from the things that our brothers and sisters are going through? How often do we not care about what becomes the outcome of their life? But true humility is built up in taking an active part in the progress of your brothers and sisters. In the kingdom, praise the Lord. Let this might be in you, he said, which was also in Christ, because Christ is a perfect example of humility. Who being in the form of God taught it not robbery to be equal with God. Okay? He taught it not what? Robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation and took upon him the form of his servant and was made in the likeness of man. I want to read that verse 6, which says, taught it not robbery. Let's read it of, with um, a TLB, the Living Bible. Okay? Philippians 2.6. Let's see how TLB puts that word there. Hallelujah. I believe somebody's be blessed today. And your blessing will be perfected in the name of Jesus. And look at what he said. He said in Vexis, Philippians 2 says in TLB, he said, Who though he was God, did not demand and cling to his right as God. It was God. It was coming from heaven. But he didn't cling. He didn't demand for it. But he took the form of his servant. Let's look at verse 7 now. But laid aside his mighty power and glory, taking the disguise of a slave and becoming like men. Verse 8. And he humbled himself even further, going so far as actually to die a criminal's death on a cross. Yet it was raised. Yet it was because of this that God raised him up 
to the heights of heaven and gave him a name which is above every other name. There is benefits that go with humility. Alright? What is that benefit? There are so many. But I will highlight some of them. We can see from the life of Jesus Christ that one of the things that God did in his life was to exalt him. And so those who exalt themselves will be made low. And those who are made low will be exalted. The word of God stands short. So you receive an exaltation. Exaltation is meant for the humble. Upliftment, progress, increase and advancement is given only to those who are humble. Let's continue to read. Alright, he said, uh, and uh, verse 9, let's read, he said, Yet it was because of this that God raised him up to the heights of heaven and gave him a name which is above every other name. Verse 10, that at the, that at the name of Jesus, every name shall bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth. That is, God gives, secondly, God gives you power, apart from exalting you, He gives you power to dominate in this world and beyond this world. Okay? That no one I said we are seated with Christ and we are in heavenly place as a result of this finished work of Calvary. We become one. We start experiencing and enjoying the God kind of life bestowed upon the life of Jesus Christ. We become one. We become one. We become one. We enjoy all that He enjoys okay they are lifted above the earth they are lifted above the earth that at the name of Jesus every knee shall bow in heaven and on earth and under the and under the earth even the devil himself we have to bow down before you and all his cohorts have to bow before you power of darkness the demonic power have to bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus is Lord to the glory of God the Father. The word that is now filled in your mouth will be the words of thanksgiving. Words of thanksgiving. Why? Because you are exalted and you are given a name. You are exalted and given a name that every name must bow to in the Keep the word of darkness, they will all bow. That name you have been given is what? Jesus' name. Not your name, but Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. It's a very short message, but I want you to take time and reflect on it. One day, that disciples of Jesus Christ came and they started asking him, who will be the greatest among them? And he took a child. He took a child, took a child, and he showed it to them that the only way one can really become great in this kingdom is to become like this child, to become like little child. That's one of the ways. And another place he told them 
that the one of the way to become the greatest is to be servant of all, which we have read. That the only way of becoming true servant of God is to what? Serve others. So do you desire to live a life of humility? You must bring yourself so low to the point whereby God can use you and also allow men to use you so that the glory of God can be manifested through your life. It is my prayer that every one of us be able to live this life of humility, not just with mere words, but our life daily reflects it in our workplace, in our schools, in our place of businesses, in our place of appointment, in our career, in our various field of endeavor, that humility be continually replicated in our lives to the glory of the name of God alone, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Till I come your way again next time, keep publishing the word of God. And may the Lord continue to bless you and keep you as you walk in humility daily. Till I come your way again next time, stay blessed. God bless you.